0: Galnet News Update, 10th of May, 3307. The Alliance Prime Ministerial Election is back on, but Prime Minister Mann has given his rivals only 17 days to campaign, with the election date set for Thursday, the 27th of May. Mann unilaterally delayed the Alliance election in February, barely gaining enough support for the move in the Assembly. A number of Assembly representatives spoke out against the election delay at the time, and the chance of Mann gaining enough support to be re-elected for an unprecedented second term is thought to be considerably slimmer as a result. His chief rival candidate, Councillor Nakato-Kane, is popular for her pro-trade, core-system-centric policies. She's been a vocal critic of Mann's expansions into the Witchhead and Cossack Nebulas, and of his belligerent approach to Thargoid encounters. It appears that the Prime Minister's decision to postpone the election was to allow him to work on ratification of the Sirius Treaty, to unite the superpowers against the Thargoids. A ratification that was prevented by the 11th of March NMLA Starport bombings. The electorate in the Prime Ministerial election is the Alliance Assembly. Representatives are expected to represent the wishes of the system that elected them, but they have some latitude to interpret those wishes. Galnet News Update, 14th May 3307. The Federal Proactive Detection Bureau is now covertly and discreetly monitoring almost every communication channel in the Federation, according to civil rights group Advocacy. The Republican administration, under President Hudson and Vice President Archer, has chosen to interpret the overwhelming support for Hudson's data gathering initiative that ended on the 4th of May as a mandate to step up the level of surveillance and interception of communications. Federal Intelligence Agency Deputy Director Bethany Blake released figures showing that arrest rates have climbed steeply since the PDB was established, and claimed that a number of organised crime rings have been shut down over the past month, using intelligence gathered from intercepted communications. Rhiannon Grady of Advocacy expressed the organization's deep misgivings about the recent changes, questioning whether all those arrested are actually criminals and describing the clampdown as a large step towards a federal police state. According to Grady, historical precedent has demonstrated repeatedly that freedoms, once surrendered, are hard to win back. Despite the Republican claims to have a mandate, there is a considerable swell of unrest amongst federal citizens at the new measures.
1: Scalnet News Update, 13th of May 3307 <music> Reports are coming in of a fresh round of attacks on starports and a massive Thargoid presence, primarily in the Pleiades and Kolsak regions. Six or seven starports are believed to have been attacked. As is usual for Thargoid attacks, does not appear to be a clear motive. Some of the bases have been attacked several times previously. However, one of the attacked starports is the brand new Kumo Crew Sirius Corporation joint venture, California Freeport. Rescue mega-ships are already on station near the affected starports. A rescue effort using ships kitted out with economy cabins and heat sinks is urgently needed at the following starports in the California Nebula, California Freeport in hip 18390. In the Pleiades, Artemis Lodge in Saleno, Corrigan Terminal in Pleiades sector HR-W, D1-74, Selene Orbital in Atlas. In the Colsac region, Bering Port in the Colsac sector KN-S, B4-9, Betancourt Base in the Muscadart region, PJ-P, B6-1, Coal Point in the Colsac sector, VU-O, B6-6. At this stage, it does not appear that any starports in the Witchhead Nebula have been affected. In addition, the Pilots' Federation has pinpointed a number of anti-Zeno combat zones in each of the affected systems. Combat-capable commanders are needed in large numbers to drive back the Thargoid menace. Lucrative missions are being offered at all rescue ships in light of the severity of the situation. The last Thargoid attack of this kind was on 31st of December last year.
0: Galnet News Update, 11th of May 3307. War between the Federation and Empire is inevitable if Nova Imperium is defeated in Paresa, according to Imperial sources. Uh, there is, consequently, not much chance of war with the Federal League of Mandu struggling to achieve one third of the total kills and Nova Imperium looking set to comfortably repel the attack. The Imperial Herald, which seems uncharacteristically out of touch with events, proclaims that the Imperial Navy is mobilising in anticipation of a putative Federation victory, explaining that such a defeat would demand retribution. The Eye of Achenar makes a similar point using less flowery language, saying that an attack on a Duval is an attack on the people of the Empire, and it doesn't matter if the Federation's right about him being a terrorist. He's an imperial terrorist, and none of their business. The Eye uses the pejorative term fedneck, and Sol today attempts to insult back in kind, although its imposers seems distinctly weak by comparison. Saul today reminds its Federal readership that nearly three-quarters of a million Federal citizens were killed or injured in the bombings, and manages to elide over whether Hadrian Duval actually had anything to do with them when it calls for retribution. Only the Federal Times signs a note of caution, reminding its readers that despite the huge stack of orders to the NMLA signed by Imperator Hadrian, there is still no definitive proof that he has been commanding the terrorists. Meanwhile, the Paresa News Network, which is fully aware that the Federation can't possibly win this conflict, has put out a desperate plea for the Empire to come to Nova Imperium's aid in a clear bid to use the conflict to strengthen bridges between the isolationist faction and the Emperor. The war is expected to last the full six days and will end early on the morning of the 13th of May.